Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, everyone. It's Friday, May 6th, and before we go any further, I just need to give a birthday shout-out to my beautiful daughter, JC, in Tempe, Arizona, who turns 22 today. JC, I'm sure you listen to our podcast, especially when your dad is on it. So happy birthday. I love you. Couldn't be more proud of you and the life that you're living. Um, And I think it's, uh, I believe it's Brenda DeYoung's birthday today, because I remember that Brenda, who leads our Kids Hope Ministry here at Victory Point, and my daughter, JC, share a birthday. So Brenda, happy 22nd birthday to you as well. So you're singing happy birthday, Matt? Uh, should we? No, no, no I, I'll spare JC. We don't want people's you know. ears to hurt That's right. from our singing today. That's right. Um, hey, we've already, like usually on Friday, Kevin, um, we identify any possible threads or themes we've seen, but I, I feel like we've sort of done that yeah. this week. Um, the, the good shepherd, the sheep, trusting in the good shepherd, following the good shepherd. Um, so instead of just spending time on that, like, let me ask you this question. Um you know, as you and Dulcie and your boys uh, be- begin to kind of transition into our family here, um, and we know that takes time, and we know that, uh, you know, you've been going through lots of different transitions in this past season of your life. Like, is there any particular ways we as a community can be especially praying for you guys um, in this season? Yeah, thanks, Matt. I would just say, if you just pray for our boys, okay, you know, as we transition, you know, you know. Um, Micah, Colin, Caleb, and Jacob. Yeah. So, um, that they, they would just continue to grow spiritually, you know, um, fall in love with Jesus, you know, fall in love with his bride, mm-hmm. the church, you know, they're, most of them are teenagers. So, you know, mm-hmm. teenagers are making their own decisions and we, yeah. we want them to make those own decisions you bet. in following Jesus. And as they, you know, transition to a new church family and that has all its highs and lows and wonderings mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. yeah, just pray for those boys. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's do that listeners. Uh, let's just be, um, lavishing our, our prayers over the Crawford family, not not just this week and next week, but in for for this season, you know, as as they become part of our family uh, and to give them space and time uh, and also to um, be intentional in doing our part to make them feel welcome and at home and meeting them um, and inviting them into life, into community. So uh, thanks, Matt. we will be praying for you guys. Thanks, Victory Point family. Yeah. Well, we conclude our, our week of, of scriptures this week in the book of Ezekiel. So we're back in the Old Testament. Um, one of those crazy prophets uh, yeah. in uh, Ezekiel chapter 20, um, verses 39 through 44. So, uh, Kevin, would you mind uh, concluding our week yeah. by reading that? This is God's word, Ezekiel chapter 20. As for you, people of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Go and serve your idols, every one of you. But afterwards, you will surely listen to me and no longer profane my holy name with your gifts and idols. For on my holy mountain, the high mountain of Israel, declares the sovereign Lord, there in the land, all the people of Israel will serve me and there I will accept them. There I will require your offerings and your choice gifts along with all your holy sacrifices. I will accept you as a fragrant incense. Then I will bring you out from the nations and gather you from the countries 
where you have been scattered Mm -hmm. and I will be proved holy through you in the sight of the nations. Then you will know that I am the Lord Mm. when I bring you into the land of Israel and the land I swore with the upright or up the land I had sworn with uplifted hand to give you to your ancestors. There you will remember your conduct and all the nations or and all the actions by which you have defiled yourselves. And you will loathe yourselves for all the evil you have done. You will know that I am the Lord when I deal with you and your and my namesake, and not according to your evil ways and your cor- corrupt practices. You people of Israel declares the Lord sovereign. Declares yeah. the sovereign Lord. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> well, it's the end of the week. It's yeah. been a long yeah. week. We've been reading scriptures intensely for the last hour and a half in our recordings. Uh, thanks for taking the tough ones. Um, Maybe some context might be helpful for, you know, everyone listening today. Um, you know, I always have to remind myself sometimes of the context, especially of some of these, yes. these books in the Old Testament. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you're smarter than I am on yeah. this stuff. But uh, Ezekiel is speaking um, on behalf of God as God's prophet to the elders of Israel. In chapter 20 in particular, which we only read like the, a portion of it, Um, If you were to go back and read all of chapter 20, um, there's this contrast going on. You know, uh, Ezekiel is contrasting Israel's history of sin and disobedience and turning away from God, but also God's history of mercy, you know, in his faithfulness, even in the midst of Israel's unfaithfulness. And then they they look towards the future and the restoration of Israel. And then Ezekiel brings it to the present day. And I feel like he's almost where we picked it up in verse 39. He, he's drawn a line in the sand for Israel. And he's giving them a challenge and say, okay, like God is saying to Israel, now choose. You know, are, are you going to serve? Are you going to keep serving the, the idols of Babylon where you're currently mm-hmm. in exile? And at the same time, try to worship me out of the same mouth? Like, I, I think what God's saying is, um, like, choose one or the other. Yeah. Like choose, it reminds me of Joshua, you know, when Joshua says, choose this day whom you're going to serve. As for me and my house, you know, we'll serve the Lord. Or, or I think of um, Revelation 3, like back to Revelation now and um, Laodicea, the church in Laodicea, like who gets accused of being lukewarm. Yeah. Like I'd rather you just be one or the other, hot or cold. The Lord, And I think that's what the Lord is is challenging and inviting Israel into right now, like, um, either choose the idols or choose me, but no more of this divided heart where like you're, you're doing both at the same time. Right. And, it also and, reminds me of when Paul talks to the church at Rome, Romans mm, chapter one, when mm. he's kind of saying, Hey, who will you serve? Yeah. The creator or the created. That's good. Know? And he kind of says, okay, if you want to serve those things, go ahead and serve those. Just like he says here, go and serve these idols. Yes. Every one of you. But afterwards, he kind of, you know, he leaves them up to their own desire. He leaves us up to our own desires at times, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, okay. And he's drawing that line in the sand. He's like, Hey, here's the history. Yeah. You go serve these idols, you know, yeah. then you kind of realize that, uh, the, the rancid taste your mouth after serving those idols. That almost is woven in there. Isn't it? like, you're going to realize like you're going to come to, you're going to almost like they're going to experience regret. Like yes. you're going to see what you've done and it's going to leave this bad taste in your mouth. Right. Like, and I think it's easy for us, Matt, to say, oh, look at them. They're serving you know, yeah. the, 
uh, Bala or Asherah, you know, these, yeah. these poles and these false gods of the, you know, rain and they're like, Oh, look at them. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to remind ourselves and, you know, Tim Keller, who's been a significant influence in my life. He says, an idol, we can make a good thing, the ultimate thing, an okay. idol, yep. you know, like idols don't have to be these like false, obvious gods. Anything mm-hmm. can be an idol in our lives, even a good thing. Good things. You know, like our spouse could be an idol, our yep. children, yep. You know, our career, yep. you know, serving in the church yep. could even be an idol. Yep. So we have to say, have we replaced anything with the ultimate thing? You know, so that's so convicting, you know, Um, like anything that gets more of our attention, our affection um, more than Jesus is that is is at risk of being an idol in our lives. Yeah. It gets more of our pursuit. It gets more of our life. Yeah. You know, um, I think it was John Calvin who said, you know, our our heart is an idol factory. Yeah. You know, like I do remember that we're, we're always going after something, you know. So as we look at this prophetic word from Ezekiel, sometimes it's easy to be like, those idiots, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. they know? But it's mm-hmm. like, I got to look in the mirror myself yeah. of Kevin and say, God's left me up to my own desires at times to go after idols. Mm-hmm. So I realize where that leads because mm-hmm. so, he wants to lead us back to himself mm-hmm. he wants us to come back to him so do you almost feel like in in this particular passage like it's almost like the lord is is bringing them like bringing their their attention and perspective back on who he is and his calling and desire for them as a people and um almost a, like you said i i think he i think the lord does do this he when we choose to worship something out instead of him it's not like he he forces us he, he right. allows us so i think of the rich young ruler you know like god said like mm. and you're doing so well like here's just one more thing that has become an idol in right. your life like that, that you're trusting in more than you're trusting in me just let go of that and come follow me and and this guy didn't he because yeah. he was rich and he didn't want to let go of that right. and and jesus with compassion let him go mm. you know um it's almost like he's bringing the Israelite people together, like, like almost asking questions, like, like look at how you you're living, look at how you have lived, like how's that going for you? Yeah, you know, can I remind you, like, my desire and my my affection for you and my my heart for you? Like, I love in like verse forty four, like you will know that I'm the Lord when I deal with you for my name's sake, not according to your evil ways and your corrupt practices, like, like. Lord, his mercy trumps our disobedience, you know, and he's offering it back to them again. But there were cycles and there were seasons. Now we're back right. to that thread <laughs> of seasons. Right. Like all of Israel's journey is this like like up and down season of like drawing close to the Lord, you know, him only obeying him and then allowing, you know, other practices and gods and in idols into their lives and turning from God and then, you know, they experience the consequences of that and then they return to the Lord and then they go far away from the Lord. And yeah. like, boy, isn't that my life too? When I look back and, you know, even recently, like I'm so grateful for his mercy yeah. that he, according to his namesake, that was in Psalm 23 too, yeah. you know, for my name's sake. Um, yeah. Cause all through this, I will accept them. I will accept you. I will mm-hmm. bring them out. I will bring you into the land. I deal with you with you for my namesake. There's all these things what God's going to do mm-hmm. to bring them back to himself. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one accepting, he's the one to bring them to the land. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I also think it's why does God, God wants us to follow him and to have him as the center and no other idols. And it's not about just our relation with him, but it's about, it's reflecting something to the world because he's talking about, um, you know, let's see in verse 41, he says to bring you out from the nations and gather you from the countries where you have been scattered. And I will be Mm. proved holy through, through you Mm -hmm. in the sight of the nations. So there is a, uh, the reality is God's doing something in Israel not for themselves, but for the world. Because remember, God ah, chose Israel yep. to be a beacon of hope yep. to the nations. Yep. So to be a blessing to yeah, the to world. The blessing of the world. So the, when the world continues to look at us and, and we're following the same idols of them as you know, sex, money, and power, you know, and looking for pleasures, we look no differently than the world. So our set apart distinctiveness is actually the attraction. That's the the fragrant incense. Like even forty one talks yeah. about like yeah, that's so, right. On. So the idea of him making us holy towards himself is not like the end. It's a means for mm-hmm. us to be preach it light and salt to the world around us. God has an end game. Yeah, God has an end game. It's a conduit. Yeah, him making us holy towards himself is to reach yeah. the world. Um, and we saw a picture of that end game in Wednesday's passage in the throne room of heaven. Every tongue, right. tribe, and nation, like. That's the Gentiles, like like um, God chooses a people, the Israelites, um, but his end game is uh, through them that the world may know, right. that the world may come to know him, the, the world may be caught up and grafted in and become family, right? you know, just like the, like the chosen people are his family. Like, and that's what we're called to participate in today. So what I hear you saying is when we allow our, our, life's pursuit and affection to be um everything but jesus we're not helping god in his end game of everyone coming to know him as lord and savior right and we need to repent just like there's this continual call to repentance you know in the people of israel um to to repent and to turn back towards to turn back to god um because not only are are, are we his desire? We're his means. I love that. Like yeah. we're, we're, the, the, the church is his vehicle, you know, um, to, to, to save the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jesus is the, the, the means of saving the world. He's the power. He's the source. But he's spread out now through his people, through mm-hmm. the church. Yeah. Boy, so, yeah, good. I think we find satisfaction in him like Psalm 23. You know, he is our shepherd. We listen to his voice. He is refining. It's always been his plan to use a people. Mm-hmm. to reach the world to mm-hmm. use ordinary people to reach the world that are but that holiness that distinction uh we need we need to look different yes not weird not right. strange right but when we're not going after the idols and mm-hmm. even those good things mm-hmm. then we look distinctly different and we show and show show and share the love of jesus in that way which made the the early church in Acts chapter two so contagious, right? You know, because they were no one else was living like that, like sold out to to God in extending His compassion and His love, you know, and His hospitality, you know, to a broken world. Right. Wow, man, I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to live into this. And uh, but that that feels like enough for today yeah. and uh, a good bow tie 
for this week. Um, so yeah, I look forward to, if you're part of the Victory Point family, I can't wait to meet you guys. Um, uh, I don't know what, I, this Sunday, I don't know if we'll be live uh, in person uh, mm-hmm. because we're just still transitioning as a family of doing some stuff. Totally uh, understand. I can't wait to to meet you guys and to, to encourage you guys and to be encouraged by you. Yeah. Don't forget this Sunday, I believe is Mother's Day. Yes. May 8th. So uh, make sure you get a card in the mail to your mom if you haven't yet and give her a call. Okay. All right, Kevin, thanks again. It's been a delight to have you uh, with us this week. And we look forward to life together with you and your family in the days and weeks and months and hopefully years to come. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.